Welcome to Getting Results. I'm Tom Tony, and I'm really glad that you've joined me on my podcast. I'm looking forward to spending a few minutes with you today as we talk about busting barriers. Over my years of coaching and leading in organizations of various types and sizes, I've come to recognize that sustainable, repeatable success comes down to these three factors. C-A-B, clarity, alignment, and busting through barriers. And that's the basis for my CAP system. So I had the chance recently to visit the traveling Jim Henson exhibition tour. It was at our local science center, which is called Cosine Columbus. And I had a chance to go there and look at some of the iconic puppets, Muppets, that he's created and made famous throughout his amazing, amazing career. And I want to talk to you a little bit about what I experienced there and what we can walk away from, from this man's amazing life. But before I do that, I want to share with you some exciting news. This fall, we have an amazing opportunity. We are going to be able to take our Quest Student Leadership model into one of our local schools. And uh, we're really excited about this opportunity. And I wanted to let you know that over the next couple of weeks, I'll be interviewing one of the administrative members of that school, talking about the importance of leadership in the next generation. Quest really is our passion. And uh, we're excited about the opportunity to engage these students in growing in character, self-expectation, and influence, which is leadership. And we'll share more details about that with you as we go along. But I just wanted to let you know the next couple episodes, I'm going to be talking to an administrator from that local school. I'm excited to share that story, more insight on that. And then at the end of this podcast, I want to give you an opportunity to support the work that we are doing with Quest in our local schools and beyond. It's an amazing opportunity, an amazing movement we've been a part of now for almost 20 years, launched it almost 20 years ago. And uh, I look forward to sharing a little more of those details at the end of this podcast. Now on to the Jim Henson exhibition. So we walk into the exhibition and right inside the door, there is Kermit. Now this is one of the Kermits from 1976. And so it's one of the original puppets that was used in a lot of the productions, Sesame Street and so on, Uh, the Muppet Show, you name it, Muppet Movies and so on. And uh, obviously iconic Muppet, Kermit is the face of the Muppets. I mean, it's who we all recognize. And one of the things you might not know, maybe if you're a little studied on the Muppets like I am, I'm a huge Muppet fan, have been since I was 10 years old with the Muppet Show, uh, is that uh, Kermit's voice really is Jim Henson's voice. I mean, there's a little bit of inflection added for the character itself, but not a ton. Whenever you would hear Jim Henson in interviews, you definitely were hearing Kermit the Frog. And uh, so, you know, Jim uh, offered, obviously, his voice, his expertise. In the 1950s, he started out, got his uh, real break in television with uh, a show that he did along with his wife, helped to produce a local television show. And then as a result of that, in just the short window that the show was even on, he got a break. Somebody recognized his talent, and he was able to launch his own show, uh, which aired for almost seven years in the 50s, 1954 to 1961, or about that time frame. And uh, this is where he really began to uh, show what he was capable of and built what we know today is the Muppetdom. I mean, who doesn't know who the Muppets are? Now, maybe you don't like the Muppets that well. 
but if you don't, and it's okay if you don't, but if you don't, you're probably in a very low percentage of people that have had some experience with the Muppets on some level, whether it's on Sesame Street, the um, Muppet movies, the Muppet show, you name it, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth, the list goes on and on. Uh, and the influence that Jim Henson has had on many generations, many, many people, including myself, has been absolutely tremendous. But it required focus, to be very focused. And one of the things that I recognized again and again, actually even made mention of this as I was going through the exhibition, uh, is that there were so many notes, so many scripts, so many songs that had scribbles all over them. And these were behind glass and some of the displays. And you could see where Jim had taken the script and had made all kinds of marks all over the script about things he wanted to adapt, do differently, uh, notes about the performance, and so on. And uh, it really struck me that here in this this genre of entertainment that, uh, you know, and I've done, uh, I've done my fair amount of puppets. I've done puppets in the past. We've actually developed characters for uh, teaching kids leadership and character and so on. Uh, in fact, one of the very first voices that I learned to do when I was a kid, believe it or not, was the Count that liked to uh, count. <laughs> you might remember him. He, he used to say, uh, I'll try to do this voice for you if I can. This is going to be a really bad, I have a, a feeling this is going to be a bad idea, but here we go. He would say, Ma, I love to count. Ma, ah, ah, ah. One, a two, a three, four. Ah, ah, ah. I love to count. <laughs> Sorry about that. Now, the count was one of the first voices that I learned to do. Now, here's my, here's my challenge for you. Sometime throughout today, you got to try to do one of the Muppet voices. And uh, I would love to hear if you get a chance to post it. Uh, on my uh, Facebook page, I would love to hear that or see that video. So as we think about, as I think about performance, uh, puppet performance especially, it seems very whimsical, kind of off the cuff, and certainly there were things that they did that that were not planned, not in the script. But I was really taken aback as I saw all of these notes that this genius, Jim Henson, had written down along with Frank Oz, Dave Gulls, you know, all the all the people that were a part of uh, Steve Whitmire, that uh, making these puppets come alive, that uh, that they really were focused on doing uh, things with excellence, that they put time and effort into getting it exactly right. And it wasn't just this off the cuff, everybody having fun, doing Muppets and just being crazy zany, but they were very focused professionals. And it's that kind of focus, and as you would read through the different eras of time and so on, and you'd see uh, quotes from Jim Henson on the wall behind the displays, it became very apparent that he was very sincere and focused on creating something that had never been created. And I think we can all agree he was incredibly successful, the most successful ever. He moved media. He moved genres. He, he explored the medium of television and broke ground in so many ways, Academy Award winning, Emmy Award winning for his scripts and, and his technology advancements and so on. I mean, just so many things that he accomplished in really a short amount of time. And, uh, you know, it's all because I believe that he was, he was so focused and he was focused on getting it right. And it causes me to step back as a leader and to ask myself this a uh, very personal question, which is this, how focused am I? Am I focused 
on accomplishing the important goals that are in front of me? How often do I allow myself to drift? Am I, am I just kind of ad hocing this thing? Am I just kind of playing it as I go along? Or, or am I making notes on the script? Am I figuring out the right way to do this? Honing my craft. And I think that's the challenge that we all can take as leaders to get even more focused on being our best. I'm not talking about getting so serious that you're never able to have lighthearted fun. In fact, in some of the videos that we watched uh, behind the scenes of some of the shows that were produced, you could see these guys were having a blast. I mean, these, his team around him were just, just enjoying themselves, enjoying the journey. But it was hard work, intense labor. I think we can do both. I think we can find a way to be focused on what we know matters most, to not relent on the things that are important to us, to work the script until we get it exactly the way we want it, and then just to have a blast doing the work that's ahead of us. You know, I really was reminded today as I walked through the exhibition of how important it is to enjoy what you do. And I think there are ways that we can find new joy in what we do. Even if our routine has become old hat, even if we've become kind of immersed in the day-to-day and we've forgotten about the joy, the reason that we're in this in the first place, I believe we can rekindle that. Some of that might take a little bit of focus. I want to encourage you today in what you're doing and what you're going after, the goals that you're setting, how you're leading, that there probably is some room for us to get a little bit more serious, a little bit more focused on doing it the right way. And in doing so, I believe we can open up a whole new level of enjoyment in the way that we lead. So let's take a cue from Jim Henson, from The Count, from Oscar the Grouch, from Grover, from from all the amazing characters that we've grown up with, Fozzie the Bear, and how he has taken every one of those characters and accomplished his ambition, which was this. Jim Henson, and I quote, When I was young, my ambition was to be one of the people who made a difference in the world. My hope is to leave the world a little better for having been there. I think Jim Henson accomplished his ambition. And I believe if we'll get focused, we can too. And speaking of ambition, let me share with you some detail about what I mentioned at the top of this podcast for our Quest Student Leadership Endeavor this coming fall. We'd love to invite you into the process of helping to support this effort of teaching young elementary school kids how to excel in personal character, self-expectation, goal-setting, and leadership. And you can do so by taking advantage of our CAB University. CAB University is our online university where we teach the principles of clarity, alignment, and busting barriers in 24 online videos that include downloadable PDF handouts and assessment tools. These tools are going to help you to set some very practical goals within your team and organization. And I I promise you, these are going to help you build a culture of clarity, of alignment, and busting through barriers. Now, at the same time, while you're going through CAB University, you can help to support our efforts in reaching the next generation of leaders. We could not be more excited about this opportunity. And here's what we're doing. We are committing 70% of the fee that you pay to go through CAB University to this Quest Student Leadership effort. This will allow us to cover our administrative fees and so on for supporting and hosting the system. But that other 70% of the cost of CAB is going to go directly to supporting our Quest Student Leadership initiatives. And we could not encourage you more to go out and take advantage. What an incredible opportunity 
to take advantage of CAB University for yourself, your organization, your entire team, knowing that your efforts are going to support the work that we're doing with our local schools, go today to TomTony.com. That's T-O-M-T-O-N-E-Y.com. Click on CAB University and help us empower a strong next generation of leaders. Until next time, keep getting results.